Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode of When We Get By, the Young Millennials Guide to Being a Fucking Grown-Up. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you want to start it off? Who knows? Okay. So, what's this podcast about, man? It's about bad bitches doing bad bitch shit. <laughs> it's also about sad bitches doing sad bitch exactly. shit. Exactly. Okay. Both of them. Who child? Two of them. So why'd you gonna start this podcast, Joe? Um, okay. <laughs> I wanna start alright, let's let's backtrack. Let's backtrack. Let's backtrack. I got the idea for the podcast when I was sitting at my old job sad as fuck. Cause I hated it. And I, I was miserable. You really you really were miserable. And as though like it it, it paid the bills, I had good benefits. Very good it benefits. was it was very good. Literally, almost married you for the benefits. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> it was very good. Like it was a great job, but it sucked. Yeah. It sucked ass. Yeah. And I was sitting there, and I was like, "I was like, this shit sucks." And like, I don't even know where. I, like, I don't know. I was just sitting there talking about how my job sucked. And a lot of people had shitty jobs. And I was like, why don't people talk about this shit? Like, yeah, I had a like I had a part-time job. I got a full-time job that I thought was going to be the end-all, be-all. Mm-hmm. And that shit sucked. Mm-hmm. And I was miserable. And I was sad. So that's when, I don't know, it just came, it came to me in between phone calls <laughs> of people, <laughs> people calling angry. Excuse me, where's my permit? Oh, yeah. Hello, how do I get an inspection? And I was like, Hello, I need a ramp on the front of my house. What do I do? It just, I don't know, man. It just came to me. I was like, why don't, why isn't this a thing? Why people should be talking about this shit? Why did you ask me to be a part of it? Because you're my boo boo. And we make a good team. (laughs) Why are you laughing? It's just the way you answer, because you're my boo boo. You are. Why would I not? Because we used to sit there on the phone. All the time. On bring your bitch to work day? Not even on bring your bitch to work day. But like, after work, when like when I got off and I was going home and you weren't here, we would just talk about shit. Yeah. And I was like, this would be great material. <laughs> great this is a. content. Okay. Right. This, is, this is monetization. Yeah, man. I just feel like we are like in a place in our adult lives where we finally feel like there's, like, solid ground to stand on. But there's still so many, like, questions. Like, when I was trying to figure out my health insurance, like, <laughs> literally printed out both the, like, summary of benefits. Yes. It was like, okay, which one? I asked my real dad and my old work dad for <laughs> advice. I was like, I don't know what this means. <laughs> so which one should right. I do? Like, what is yeah. the deductible? I don't... 1200 Am I paying that? I can't like, is pay that, that out of pocket? Right. I'm not paying it's that. It's crazy. Like, and I mean, it's just like, there's so many things that um, we're supposed to know, technically, as grown-ups, that nobody really talked to us about. Like... Like paying our bills. Let's not talk about that. 
by paying all of our bills. I still don't pay all my bills. Well, me and Navient are. I'm not talking to Navient. Like, literally, they will have to take my whole tax return. You pay for it. I mean, you don't pay for a bunch of other shit, but... I I really don't. No, listen. Mama just played me today. So... Huh? Go ahead. <laughs> so my little cousin told her mom, she was like, no, I'm going to be like Raven. I'm going to be on your phone bill till I'm grown. And my mom was like, Raven is on my phone bill because that's a tax write-off because I Ooh! use it through her business. Oh. So like, you know, I didn't realize that. But now that I was a tax write-off, like, girl, yes, I want the iPhone XS. Shit, does she need another child? Because <laughs> I could be up there too. She I mean, she'd be, saying, too. she'd be acknowledging your that's, human existence you now. Know, so we... That's a progress. step in the right direction. That is progress. Um, but like, I mean, yeah, I'm really, I'm really lucky in that regard. Like, I don't pay car insurance. You don't pay car, car note, car insurance. First of all, my car is paid for. Okay, okay? car insurance my car is paid for. The car insurance, is... phone bill. Mm-hmm. What else? That's you don't it? pay car insurance either. I ain't got no car. <laughs> I'm just. But saying. when I do get a car, I'm gonna pay for everything. Yes, that's... I pay for my phone bill. That was. That's on you. No, it's not. I didn't tell my brother to have a kid. Look, that ain't got look that ain't got shit to do with me. Okay, it don't have shit to <laughs> do with me. The way me and my family operate. Okay. Yeah. So like, my mom uses my cell phone bill for her a tax write off and count it all joy, nigga, because bitches is broke. Must be. Let me ref- let me rephrase that. I'm not broke. You can't afford. I am... That's not true. Okay. If <laughs> I were a little more conservative with my spending I would be able what don't do me nigga what if I were a bit more conservative with my spending I could probably afford a lot more things that's like, that's very true don't get that's very chest. accurate I will put you in chest. I'm just saying I've been trying to get you to do that anyway go ahead talk but there's people in your position and my position there are people who you know had to just jump off the porch and go get it and for everybody, that's a different thing. The whole point of this podcast is really like everybody is figuring shit out, right? Everybody is just trying to like make the best decisions and set themselves up for the most like secure future as possible that like includes some some step towards self actualization, you know? But like we go through so many struggles as like young people, as young black people, as young black queer people. And nobody's talking to you about how to like overcome them. Nobody's talking to you about how to like move through them and position yourself on the other side, you know, to be in a better place than you were when you started. And I think that's why when you brought this idea to me, I was like, absolutely, you know? Like, I most absolutely want to talk to young niggas like us and young niggas younger than us and be like, you're struggling. That's what the fuck about to go on, nigga. But we all struggling. And literally being an adult is like, really just like moving in the direction of your dreams, you know? Yes. It's like, and it's like sometimes you get so like bogged down, like, the direction of my dreams doesn't take me in the direction of, like, financial stability or, you know, any kind of economic or even, empowerment. Or even if you have dreams, you know, shit don't always happen that way. Bruh. You could have a plan. Bruh. And that plan You can start happen. your SoundCloud to be a rapper, 
And you only get two hundred, exactly. you know. Listen, you could you could go to college to be a doctor, and you you Shit. can't even pass Chem one hundred two. <laughs> Drag me. I'm not because I'm just saying. First of all, it was two hundred one. Okay, I'm just saying. That's you know, why I, you know I, I literally started me. college. Like I graduated from high school. Like I'm being an anesthesiologist. Ha! I know a lot of people like that. Ha-ha. I wanted to be an architect since I was like six. It's and not that too did late, not baby. Happen. We can do it. Okay, well I'm just saying. I didn't. I wanted to go to UVA for architecture, and they were like, "All right, we're gonna put you on the wait list." And I was like, "All right, cool." And then wait. they were like, "They were like, all right, never mind, nigga, you ain't get in." I was like, "All right, fuck y'all." <laughs> so then I got into VCU and I got into ODU, and I was like, "Well, ODU was across the street, not going." So I went to VCU. They didn't have no architecture shit. So should have come doing to Hampton. We could have been. I friends. didn't. I went. No, my sister went to Hampton. Hampton was ODU was not down the street. H HU was literally down the street. Like. <laughs> literally <laughs> literally down the street not for real and my, i was um, not going there my grad advisor actually lives in the same neighborhood that you your parents see no in. no and yeah no thank you so i decided to go away and they didn't have no architecture so hour. i planned an hour away. okay well my family acts like i live in california so <laughs> i planned on i changed my plans you know that's several wild. times my family lives like three times farther away than and your you family does. Not only do I see them more, they've been to our house. Oh, or yeah. like anybody in your family. My family hasn't been to my house. Your since. brother was like seven minutes up the road and was like, yeah, I'm at, oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. over here. Can you And before then, shit? like my mom has been here since 2015. No, no. Oh yeah, true. But before that, since 2011, maybe. It's just, it's wild to think about like the people who guide us through these things have no real reference for what it's like to be where we are right now no so it's different i mean we're like we as as peers are really our only resource that's like when the, i was talking about that earlier those like those articles they'd be talking about <laughs> they'd be like this couple paid off seventy thousand dollars in loans in one and a half years and you look at it and it's just not it's you can't relate it's just not. They were like, we're like, oh well, the the husband make eighty thousand, the wife make a hundred five thousand. They, they live at eighty five percent of live, their income no, on paying down. They their live. Debt. They live in her family's basement, basement or some shit. Like, like what? I don't have money, but got no fucking basement. Exactly. Nigga. We don't have basements in the seven five. Okay, <laughs> there's no basements. All right, we're too close to to the ocean level for basements. Like, there's no basement. What, what fucking basement I'm going to live in? Exactly. But like, even if I lived at home, like, there's no way I'm making that much money. Because if I live at home, I am helping my parents, like, pay the fucking mortgage. Oh, you well, know? I'm not doing that if I live at home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in the house. That's really my goal for this year. Me and my brother want to save enough money to pay our parents' mortgage for Christmas. You told me that. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, okay. Well, I, you know, I just would like to save money to, you know, go, do things and have savings at the same time. All right, so basically why I wanted to start this podcast is because I wanted to hear stories about people, like, from people that are, like, in our group, you know? Like, you you listen to podcasts, you read articles, and it's from people that's totally disconnected. Like, and then also you listen to podcasts, and it's dry as fuck. So then they be like, they be like, this is how you save money. You put aside... 15% 15% of your paycheck, <laughs> and I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> I don't want to hear that at all, man. And the thing, and the other thing about it is, like, I had no, I mean, like, before I started working full-time, 
I had no idea of like how to save money or like even like I didn't I don't even know when I started paying for all of my bills. Look, but bro, like you I've really, had many a full time job and my savings account average is the required minimum of my credit union. Okay? Yikes. No, I don't know. I don't cuz like when I first started working I was working when I was working at the bookstore it was part time, but I was getting full time hours. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes I was getting mm-hmm. full time hours. Some pay periods, so like I was making money, kinda, but I was blowing it on like bullshit. Like I would go to happy hour, I would get hotels and shit. Mm-hmm. Like it was not a good time. And then I got my you first apartment paid for hotels. Oh what? shut up! And then I was um, then I got my first apartment, and that's when shit hit the fan. I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I gotta pay for this, that, and this, and rent. Oh shit! Like, imagine your half of rent being six hundred dollars and your paycheck being like four hundred dollars, <laughs> and that's it. Like, you gotta figure that shit out somehow, and you make a way. What's funny is that you're saying imagine, but that was literally my life. So why? Why is this a thing? Oh, why is you here? Exactly. Why is this a thing? Why, why are we doing this? Um. At, like, my core, like, my soul journey, right? I'm a storyteller. And. And your core. My core, my soul's journey. Like, literally, I had, like, a reading from an intuitive person. Clairvoyant. And she told me, like, I'm a storyteller. Mm -hmm. It's important to me, like, even my other, like, passion project, which is at Hey Honey's Child. (laughs) You can follow us. We'll be doing a guided reading of Women Who Run With the Wolves. Between the spring and summer of this year. Um, It's important to me to tell the stories of people who exist. And, like, obviously, like, made-up stories are important because we draw a lot of... um, We're able to, like, write characters from a fiction standpoint that, like, embody the things that we admire and stuff, like, as people. But... I privilege the the stories of the living. Like, I'm going through this thing. And I'm not the first person who's going through this thing. Even, like, to be here in 2019 going through this, there's someone else who was here before me that went through this in 1919 or 1819. And while they weren't struggling with, like, growing their Twitter following, they were struggling with something. And, like, the root of their issue was similar to the root of my issue. Does that make sense? Okay. <laughs> Is that a yes or no? <laughs> Why are you asking me? <laughs> because you're the person I'm here listening to. So, like, my, my point is that, like, there's there's a common thread in all of this. While the person, the people listening to this may not be young black girls. They may not be young black girls, like, navigating queer spaces. They may not be young black girls who are navigating... Um, like career changes or or like moving to different places they're young black girls who find something in common with the the like most basic portions of like finding your place I mean it doesn't have to be young black girls it could be anybody I agree with that however if I'm gonna privilege a class of people if I'm saying I want to make sure that these people listen to this and feel something from it. I'm always going to say black girls. 
And that's just that on that. Like, that's no shade to anybody, any other demographic. Okay. That's, like, literally no shade to anybody else. But, like, black girls, specifically, girls of color, specifically, you know? Um, like, we all have something in common. You know, we all have the, the older, the abuelitas and the, and the medeers and the grandmas and the aunties who are telling us to, like, to do things a specific way. And maybe we have some peers who are telling us, hey, the way they told us how to do it isn't really working for us, but it's similar. So we got to find other peers who, like, can say, hmm, this is what's working for us, you know? So, like, the stories of old, like, there's so much to take from it. But this, like, the real time, girl, I'm going through this while you're going through it. Sis, I'm in the trenches with you, my nigga. Like, God damn, I'm struggling, you know? Um, I feel like if we are more open with that, then the the stress and the loneliness kind of of navigation becomes a little easier to handle because we know that like while I feel this right now it's a bunch of us and like us being girls who look like me and girls who understand where I come from and whatever like we have similar stories like we can support each other and lift each other through this you know so that's that's why I'm here. Why are you here, Jones? Um, I feel like I said this earlier. Like I don't know. I just want people. How old am I right now? Twenty six. How old so are I'm you? like twenty one, twenty one to twenty five. Whew, child, that was the ghetto. Twenty one and twenty five were it was rough, and like just for different reasons, like whether it was financial reasons, like relationships, like romantic and platonic friendships. Bruh. Like, moving around, jobs, everything was just rough. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I feel like I I had my epiphany when I was sitting at my desk at that job. And I was like, this shit is trash. Matter of fact, everything <laughs> up until this point has been trash. <laughs> so, like, I have, I have stories for days about, like, shit, man. Like, I've been through some shit. And, like, I just want to talk about it. You know? And I, I feel like... Like, other people right now are probably going through what I went through. Or, like, they're currently going through, you know, like, what I'm, like, where I'm at right now or what I've been through or whatever. And, like, you know, it gets better. You know, we get through it. And, you know, that's basically, like, when we get by. We get by it. We get past it. We get better. Life gets better. It's not, like, at 23, you're like, oh, God, this shit sucks ass. This is so bad. And then, you know, at 26, you're like, wow. I mean, yeah, it was bad, but, like, you know, things are kind of good right now. Exactly. So that's why. Like, progress has been made. Yeah. So, like, that's where I'm at. That's why why I want to do this. Yeah, your kitty's crying. I think it's, um... It's, like, we... It's important to talk about what we've been through and then also what we've overcome. Because, like, it's in our... I'm looking at these lyrics for a reason. Um, it's in our... It's in our DNA 
to survive, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you look at all the things that have been thrown to us or at us and and put in our way as obstacles on purpose. And we've all, like, made a way from each other. Like, your mom is an immigrant. Your dad, like, in the military. My mom, like, wasn't even raised by her parents. My dad is the child of an alcoholic and an undiagnosed, like, mental patient, you know? Like, we all have been through these things where it's like, you should not have made it. You Or even if you shouldn't have made it, your story is this, like, crazy amount of, like, overcoming or whatever. And our parents put us in in this position where we don't necessarily have to, like, struggle the same ways as them. But the struggles we face are not only just as valid, but also just as valuable, you know? Like, you don't have to be... um you know, separated from your homeland or homeless or, you know, like abused or whatever to have a struggle that you can overcome and be proud of. But at the same time, like, it's niggas who go through that shit every day, you know? So it's like we as as people, like, we can't belittle what we've overcome, but we also can't, like, ignore the ways that we've been set up for success by the people who ever came who overcame before us that makes sense I don't know it's like in our age group right like people like oh you don't have it as hard as I had it back in the day you don't even have to wash your own clothes or you don't even have to like you know go walk to school like I don't know what the fuck old people had to do or whatever back in my day stories like where they're saying like you didn't have to go through what I went through but like that doesn't mean that my struggle isn't valid or that I'm just like some pansy who can't deal with (laughs) with the struggles of like growing up it's 1999 (laughs) you fucking pansies pansies you know um well, just stay the fuck tuned. You know, we out here. We finna be doing hella shit. If you have any topic suggestions, if you have, like, any questions, if you want to share something that you think we could expound on, like, let us know. Because while we can look back on our journey and, you know, figure out things that we want to talk about based on, like, what we've been through, like, we want to hear from people who are, like, going through it right now you know like how can we like provide support and insight for you as a listener as a reader and we're always taking fucking submissions dog email dear when we get by at gmail.com and talk to us okay talk to us my only goal for this podcast slash website slash anything that it becomes is that as long as it touches one person and one person's like, okay, yeah, I could get through this, then I've done my job. Then we're good. Absolutely. Like, if one person listened to this and was like, oh, yeah, I'm 23, it's some bullshit. But, you know, 26 seemed like, you know, I get a little better. Some 23 22. is big bullshit. 23 is like the sophomore year of, of college adulthood. as adulthood. 23 is trash. Big trash. 
Email Dear When We Get By. Email us your submissions. It could be video. It could be poetry. It could be just regular prose. It could be a question. Um, we want to address as much as we possibly can. If you have a success story and you can like kind of outline the steps of how you got there and help somebody else who might be trying to follow in those footsteps, like we would love to have you on this podcast. We would love to hear your insight. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to learning and growing and and just sharing with you. Um, if you heard some meows in the background, that's Garnet. <laughs> and she just wants to tell y'all what's up. And she's rooting for you. Meow. That's a wrap. All bye, right, y'all. Bye. Deuces. <laughs>